Soon, the galaxy will be remade. The Jedi... ...will die. I've encountered a virgence in force. A virgence, you say? Located around a person. last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. The boy is dangerous. They all sense it. Why can't you? Much fear in you. Jedi, you request for him. Finding him was the will of the Force. Join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 204 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Chahi, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the man in green with envy, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man who's rocking a Star Wars Death Star shirt. It looks like it has dandruff all over it, but it's not dandruff. It's actual stars everywhere. Mr. Les's. Starry. I thought you were going to say head and shoulders. Above the rest. Above the rest. Oh. That's exactly what I thought. No. Hmm. That would have been cool. The man we call the king of all pods. The man who I had the pleasure to record our first Patreon episode and stash it away. We had a great time, King Tom and I. King Tom was like, hey, I got nothing to do. I said, hey, I got nothing to do right now. So what we did is we recorded about an hour and a half of a podcast episode for our Patreon listeners that we don't have right now because we don't have Patreon. So it's going on the shelf, but we had a blast doing it. We talked about music. Talked about toys. We talked about life. We talked. Mr. Tom. Just talks. Chance <laughs> key. The man we call El Hombre. The man who's got electric boots. He's got a mohair suit. I think, you know, I read in a magazine once. Er, er, Eric? Man. 
and the Jets. So, <laughs> ace job, man. You nailed it. Excellent intro. Thank you, buddy. How you doing, Eric? Good? Dude, everything is coming up Strathers. It's not really, but I'm just going to keep speaking it until it happens, man. Right. right. Uh, so, throw the horns. Having some lineup issues, working on that, taking a three-month break, probably. Oh. And, well, maybe that's uh, a good thing, though, Eric. At this moment, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, dude, that gig I was supposed to have this past weekend, we had to cancel it. And honestly, with everything what like what you guys are going through, I'm like not sad that that happened. Um, but you know, you know what, dude, man, my life rules. I got great friends. I got a great family and uh, everything's great. It really is. Fantastic. It's been crazy over here. The second wave is coming in like a tidal wave. And today our, our Governor Newsom declared that the in-dining restaurants and the movie theaters that were supposed to open up today, by the way, some other stuff, the beaches are going to be closed. Like, bars. Like, the bars are closed. Yeah. So like, it looks like we are going through it again. It's the numbers have been crazy. And my buddy who works as an EMT um, called me and told me that the ERs are just packed with people that have COVID. And if you have COVID, you still are going to have to wait. Even with symptoms, you're still going to have mm-hmm. to wait three, four hours to see a doctor. That's how packed it is in the ERs down here. So not cool. So we're trying to stay as safe as possible, interact with the people that we normally interact with, but it's tough. King Tom, how you doing, buddy? Everything good over there? You staying healthy? Yeah, trying to, you know, going out, but at the same time, really trying to cut back on where we go out because everything is going back up and it's kind of crazy and sad. But at the same time, it's like a big we told you so because a bunch of people just didn't want to follow the rules. Right. Guys, wear a fucking mask. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. Wear a fucking I saw a lady lose her shit down here. She went to a Trader Joe's. It's a supermarket. You guys have Trader Joe's down over there? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, great, great, great. So she was at a Trader Joe's and she absolutely lost her goddamn mind to start calling everybody Democratic pigs and because they uh, wouldn't let her wear a mask. And she said she claimed that she had respiratory problems. She went in. She I think she wore the mask and she instantly took it off. So they grabbed didn't grab her, but they told her you oh, have yeah. to leave. And they oh, said they, right. they told her nicely, yes. but then it turned into some kind of, you know, this viral video fiasco. But she called everybody Democratic pigs and she said that she has a respiratory problem. First of all, if you have a respiratory problem, have somebody else buy your fucking shit. Shouldn't be out right now anyways. Second of all, think about the fucking workers there that have to wear that mask eight hours a day, not 20 minutes. So you can wear a fucking mask for 20 minutes when you go shopping. Well, not only that, you could also, <laughs> if you have respiratory issues, you really shouldn't be going on a screaming fucking rant wasting so, your breath that's exactly legit, right by the end of it she's going in new world it's like she's wasting you saw it, right yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. it's the ultimate care you shouldn't be screaming let's just wear the fucking mask when you go out it's like 20 30 minutes look i go on a walk every day with malik and lorena i don't wear a mask but if i see somebody walking towards me about 100 yards i put the mask on at a courtesy to the person yep. that's walking by me and Dude. Then when you walk by me, I take it off. If there's people around me anywhere, I put it on. Just fucking wear the mask. I, I tell you something, man. Well, first of all, I got to tell one of my buddies who went on with the whole, you know, wearing masks. That's, that's bad for you, you know, reduced oxygen <laughs> levels. And I said, slowly, I said, yeah, man, you see here about all those surgeons and drywall hangers dropping dead <laughs> just right and left, man. <laughs> because my wife wears a mask for hours upon hours a day. Here's the deal. I try to do this thing where it's influence, but it's which is just a brand of manipulation. All right. But when people contest the whole wearing a mask thing and are like, well, why are you so 
so happy to do it. And I said, let's take the notion of whether or not it helps out of the equation. And let me just tell you this. If me wearing a mask helps someone else feel a little bit of peace of mind while they're scared, I'm happy to do it. That is the simplest. You have to be a total turd to argue with that. Right. You, you know what I mean? It's you like. You have to be an asshole. Yeah. It's, I don't, ugh. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, other than that, how you doing, Les? I'm doing all right. Good. Good, good. Boo. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm doing good. Everybody healthy? Yep. Okay. Let's uh, get into the shenanigans. You guys ready for the Week in Geek? There's not a lot of things going on, but there's some stuff out there. And we'll make some stuff up if there's not. As always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're starting our it. own clickbait website. <laughs> there it is. Right, exactly. Check us out on the SithList.net where you can listen to the entire Sith List catalog. Yes, even the B-sides. Like Spandau Ballet. They got a lot of B-sides that you'd love. Also, That much it's is worth- true. Oh, <laughs> dude, Geek Talk. I just threw a Spandau Ballet reference and you just had it like in the back of your head to shoot out that quickly. Holy that was shit. Nice, that was, that was, that was the sound impressive. of my soul. Oh, my hell. Dang. Oh, my gosh. This is the sound of my soul. Also, it's where you can buy Sithless gear. Look at some videos and photos of the Sithless and visit our Pod It Forward page where you can listen to some of our favorite podcasts like Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, The Pop Culture Hour, The Bad Motivators, Force Toast, The Cantobite Dispatch, Star Wars Spelled Out, and of course, The Geek Dudes. And want to give a shout out to our great friend, Chris Fresh, and tell him that we're thinking about him and we are behind him no matter what goes on and we love him. Just click the logos and you'll listen to these great podcast in a fuzzy place just like Boo's chest hair. Now you gotta make it even more weird. I'm just gonna keep on riding fuzzy, this train. Fuzzy is bad enough then you gotta involve my chest, which is fuzzy but yeah. You know. I, I had a guy that used to go he was like a stoner, like a deadhead and he'd look at me sometimes in high school and he'd go, fuzzy bear? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like he'd be stoned out of his mind and just look at me and say, fuzzy bear? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know why. What was he high on? I, I probably some shrooms or something. Buzzy bear. Yeah, I like the guy. He was a really nice guy, but he was really into fucking drugs. He was into the dead, and he was a big time Floyd fan, which I loved Floyd. So I talked to him about Floyd, and he's the one that got me to watch Wizard of Oz with Dark Side of the Moon. I don't know if anyone has ever done that, but it's a fucking mind fuck if you have it. Yeah, dude, it's kind of like that. You can you can use facts to prove anything. Yeah. The lunatic is on the grass. Yes. The scarecrow jumps on the grass and starts freaking out on the grass. The great gig in the sky is during the tornado scene. Okay. All right, let's move on. Box office. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not that cool to me, man. I mean, Uh, were you stoned? Were you stoned or drunk when you're watching it? I was probably drunk, but let's just. I was drunk when I watched it. Let's just say that they did watch that movie and try to put together a concept album that would on the slide link up with it. Then that's what they did. The end. It's. There's two possibilities. Possibility number one, Pink Floyd did just what I said. Possibility number two, people are trying to put put meaning where there is none. Either way, ta-da! It's not like it was some cosmic thing that, that a miracle happened and these two events happened apart and converged in some mystical way. You know what it was I'm either intentional... Or complete grasping at straws. It's I got two words for you. I'm ready. <laughs> Fuzzy bear. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Versimilitude. When unrelated things line up and it gives the appearance that something is true or real, but it's not. King Tom, I agree. I think I don't think they meant to do it in Alan Parsons who produced that album. I believe Alan Parsons produced that album. It was a project to his. Verisimilitude. That's it. Wow, King Tom. Did you just hear that, Eric? It was a project of his. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Mm-hmm. But he denies it and Pink Floyd denies it. But it is pretty amazing that it does line up at least the first 35 minutes. And then it has nothing to do with anything. Box office streaming. Let's get into it. Irresistible. This is John Stewart's written and directed film with Steve Carell and that Rosemary Byrne, I think is her name. Rosemary Byrne from Roseburn. Roseburn. Thank you. One of uh, Padme's handmaidens. She was. She was one of Padme's handmaidens. That's right. The one that didn't die. Possibly. King of Staten Island, number two. You should have left, number three. Trolls, number four. And Scoob, number five. Goddamn, Trolls and Scoob. They are just hanging on. I mean, how much fucking money are movies? Have? We've been talking about them for months. Yeah. Capone drops down to number 30, by the way. I'm going to just keep doing it until it drops out completely. Anybody see anything great this weekend? I know you have. I could see it in your faces right now. Especially you, King Tom. What did you watch this weekend, King Tom? A bunch of Spandau Ballet videos. I was going to say when Smokey sings, but that was ABC, wasn't it? I always used to get Spandau Ballet and ABC mixed up. Well, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing else other than the Spandau? Not for me. Nope. Been playing a lot of Xbox. <laughs> That's all right. That's cool. Indiligently like doing my job. That's like watching movies. Yeah. How about you? Uh, what's your name? Les? Yeah, that, that's what they call me. <laughs> oh, Who man. liked that for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking looking at the man. Yeah, You've known him for decades. Know, the goddamn seltzer. You know what Coffee fuck- and seltzer. You made me do it, boo. You know what your fucking name is? Yeah. You watch anything good, Les? Uh, well, I started a Netflix series. What's it called? The Last Kingdom. I started it last night. And I was I watched dead the, wrong. I watched the first 30 minutes until Lorena walked in and said, she said, are we going to change this yet? Oh, uh, no. I said, she's like, this is another Game of Thrones. I said, no, this is factual. This is real. <laughs> I the have, guy from Succession's in it. I have something similar to that. It was a running joke between Brittany and I and her family that we only watch things that she wants to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll watch Queer Eye. It's a great show. It's actually nice. You know, they're. They're wonderful people and they do change people's hey, lives. They know what they're talking about. But yeah. it's not something that I would watch on my own. Mm-hmm. But it is a great show. It's like American I can tell by the fashion that you display. Yeah, right? I, I could fucking use some help. Yeah. But it's not a show I'd watch on my own. You know, shit like that. So Air Force One comes on with Harrison Ford. You know, he's the president of the United States. That's Air Force One. Yeah. 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 Fucking amazing it's a, movie. It's a great movie. Great movie. Brittany hated it. She didn't like Air Force One. She didn't like it. I was like, it, it ends, spoiler alert, it ends with fucking Harrison Ford crashing a fucking plane. What more do you need? And so he, it's a documentary. Yeah, yes. Exactly. And he just, he kicks <laughs> Well off. done. Yeah, he kills the bad guy with with one of the most epic lines ever. Get off ever. my plane. Thank you. Get off my plane. Get and it's, and it's uh, what's his name? Um, it's Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary yeah. Oldman. Great performance. Oh, the entire movie's fantastic. She didn't like it. So I'm like, so anything that we watch, she just doesn't like. Or mm. anything that I pick. She just does. So you watch Air Force One? Yeah, I watched it, and she did. They're grinding it into the ground. She's like, "It's it's too unbelievable." I'm like, "Wow." What did she think of the Last Dragon? Uh, <laughs> she probably I haven't watched that with her. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? I can't watch that. No, this is not, this is something I actually had to fucking the whole family could watch. So yeah, I couldn't watch all that. That's what I'm running into. Is she doesn't like the stuff that I like to watch? Last Kingdom though, pretty good. The first turn that shit minutes. off. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, and it's factual, right? Um, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I'm up to date with Better Call Saul. 
And I'm very upset that I have no Better Call Saul left to watch. But there is a doc, not a documentary. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, Gustavo Fring, I forgot his name. Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito, for your Star Wars fans. He is doing a show on AMC that combines Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and shows how it relates to real world, meaning like they're going to show you meth labs and they're going to show you lawyers that are shady. Yeah, Mm. it's an eight-part documentary series that's going to be on AMC starting next month. I think it's called AMC Gallery, colon. Excellent job on that. Yeah, he's carrying the show right now. Yeah, he's carrying it. You're the running back. He says like three words and it's like game over. (laughs) Trying to think, did I see anything else? No. I was going to watch. I started watching The Office, the episodes that I haven't watched post Steve Carell. Mm -hmm. I watched the first one and it was um, pretty damn funny with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. And Lorraine and I are going to watch Parks and Rec from beginning to end. We oh, are dedicated dude. to doing it. So I'm so happy for it. you. I'm very excited about it. And so we're going to watch that. We need we a week. We'll need a weekly shit. update on that. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. Hmm. Uh, I'll get you one after. You, you yeah. have to send in an email, though. <laughs> that would be rad if I send an email. <laughs> so, hey, w- one thing that I, I'm dying to know, because I, I want to watch this. My wife says, this looks terrible. It's like, are you kidding? I would watch the hell out of this thing because talking about Will Ferrell and talking about watching something on Netflix is the Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. I suspect that it will be a disaster, but I also suspect that I'll get a weird thrill out of watching it. (laughs) No, Eric, did you watch the trailer? Because I I had the same vision for Eurovision. I wanted to like it and I wanted to watch the trailer. And then I watched it. I was like, wow, this is really fucking bad. Really hmm. bad. Rachel McAdams is she's, in it. She's dude, cool. I love her. I really like Rachel McAdams. And Pierce Bronson's in it. James Bond's in it. But it just looks awful, Eric. Tell me it doesn't look awful. It it looks like it's probably, you know, it's not going to be the Ten Commandments or The Last Jedi. I was trying to think of the two best made films of all time. Um, but... Yeah, I think it'll be all right. I hope so, because I read an article that said a headline that said, what happened to Will Ferrell? Exclamation point. <laughs> well, to be fair, he to come on back to that, he did have a movie on Netflix where he spoke Spanish and yeah, and it wasn't ironic. And I are you sure you didn't mean to do this ironically? I never could finish it. Did anybody watch that whole thing? No, 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 no. Baxter was wrong. He does speak Spanish. Oh. Nice callback, oh, man. Wow. That is excellent. You motherfuckers oh, have some weird Baxter. ass information in your head. My little man. <laughs> <laughs> he has a podcast, by the way. Burgundy this has burrito a is enormous. It's enormous. I can't finish it. Fucks it out the window. <laughs> That's right. Bro. And then what Jack, do you love? And then Jack Black just punts his dog. <gasps> you want punt Baxter? <laughs> that's how I roll. I'm in a glass yeah, case of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. Okay. laughs> We need to reenact uh, that rumble scene. Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. We all need to pick a group and just recite the lines. And oh, I got some go groups. For it. We'll With pick some groups. News team, assemble. <laughs> Brick <laughs> killed a guy. Yeah. Yeah, you, you should, should lay low. Yeah. If, oh, if you're a fan man. of Burgundy, you should definitely check out his <laughs> podcast. He has a, I think it's a three season podcast already yes. out. It's pretty hilarious. Oh, here's an interesting podcast news, by the way. Uh, Rob Lowe is starting a podcast called Literally, which is kind of a line from Parks and Rec that he's famous for. 
That literally is the most moving thing I've ever heard. Literally going to be awesome. And yeah, I bet it'll be good. I love that guy. That guy, I've loved him since The Outsiders. Soda Pop. That's right. He, was, <laughs> what, he wasn't Soda Pop. That was his name. He was Soda Pop? Pony Boy was C. Thomas Howell. Oh, you're right. And you're then right. Derry was Patrick Swayze. Dally. Dally. No, Dally. Dallas. That was Dallas. That Dallas was, was Matt. That was Matt Dillon. But what's Tom Cruise? You Wait, Soda Pop? Wasn't Soda Pop Emilio Estevez? No, man. Who was Emilio it's Estevez? Rob Lowe. Emilio Estevez is 2-Bit. 2-Bit. Good for you with The Outsiders. Man, I haven't seen that since I was like Dude, 12. I love that movie. I love Evidently, I don't love it enough, but <laughs> I love that movie. It's one of the most underrated films Francis Ford Tom Coppola Cruise's ever. Tom Cruise's character's name was Steve. Or something like that. Some Just random normal, bullshit, Steve. Normal, yeah. He wore a jean jacket vest yes. with no shirt on. I remember. He got his ass whooped in that rumble, too. But who came in hot? Dallas came in hot. Yes. Oh, so great. Loved it. This is a tangent. Ralph Macchio, Johnny Cake. Johnny Cake? <laughs> his name, no, his name was Johnny Cake. It was Johnny Cake. No. It I'm was, serious, it dude. It wasn't Johnny Cakes. You're taking a surprise. It's Sopranos. Johnny Cake. I'm telling you. It was not Johnny Cake. Giraffe oh. Macho's name was not Johnny Cake. It was Johnny. Not with the S, just Cake. I'm serious. Johnny they all cake? had weird names. I don't think it was Johnny Cake. You're thinking of Sopranos and oh. Johnny Cakes. <sighs> Crack teams on it. Yeah, I was about to say. All right. I'll probably have to edit all that out anyways. <laughs> Time constraints. Oh, Let's, yeah. Yeah, because we're going to be so chock full of content. You're not going to be able to hey, keep that gold This is the Sith list. Like I said, we made up some shit. It's Johnny has, Cade. Johnny Cade. Hey, not cakes. Stay gold. Pony boy. Stay gold. I think it's time. I know there's a lot of Star Wars content out there. I think Kylo Ren is really eager for Eric to tell us this Star Wars content. So Kylo, suck to us. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Remember when we were talking about Star Wars Squadrons, the video game coming out. Anybody watch that trailer? The gameplay trailer? Yes. Floating around? Something. How yep. about that, man? That's like everybody that I know is talking about it right now. And I'm not sure why. I gave a guitar lesson to a kid and he's like, how about Star Wars Squadrons? That's cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to force myself to not force myself, but I'm trying to focus on being more excited about it. Are you guys going to get that? Are we going to all play that together? Is it going to be the Sith list versus the world? Dude, that'd be so rad. That'd be cool. I would love that. Our own squadron. I would love that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. For whatever reason, man, it's like getting a lot of traction today, and I'm not sure why. Squadrons is? No, just that trailer. Starwars.com threw out an email specifically about the the trailer today, and like Mm. all these people are talking to me about it. So all I'm saying is, hey, today I'm talking about Star Wars Squadrons because people are lit up about it. Last week it was like, hey, you know, hey, there's a game. But now it's like, hey, hot damn, let's play this thing. So you're saying of all the things that Star Wars related people are talking about, it is the most worthy of discussion on here. I'll tell you what's worthy of discussion right now. Okay, go ahead. Never mind. Just forget it. Just forget it. Can you we go all back are... to all the Sithless playing together? <laughs> I like yeah. that idea. I do think it would be pretty cool, man. But, you know, what do I know? Nothing. Well, like, that's what. I'm like the only person I know who plays Battlefront on PC. And I never see anyone I know. Hmm. Back I have to play. Battlefront 2 in my Xbox still because I needed an update before I played it. And it's still in my Xbox. And I have never updated it. Dude. <laughs> it's all. I, and I want to play it. You know that update it and we'll play. I like to play like a campaign. Can I play campaign with you guys? Like instead of like going out and kill getting killed? 
Here's the thing. I've said this before. I want to just walk around and look at shit. It looks cool. It looks beautiful. I'm a Star Wars fan. I want to take my time. I don't want to get shot after five seconds of gameplay. Like I want to <laughs> do something. Well, then what you need to do is play in co-op mode and not, okay. not true. Multi- co-op is multiplayer because it's four peop- real people versus AI. Okay, that's what I want to do. And, like, and I want to feel know, like I'm in a movie or like I'm watching a story. That's my whole thing when I play video games. I haven't okay. been playing Battlefront as much lately because here's what's weird about games like that, man. Boy, this is really interesting for everybody. <laughs> so like I played Battlefront 2 a ton and then I started playing uh, Batman Arkham Knight which is a fantastic game. Damn, by the way. that's the best. Yeah, the controls are so different. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll go throw down a round of Battlefront and I keep pushing the wrong buttons. Yep. yep. All it took was one day of playing something else and yeah, it ruined me. Anyhow, so King Tom. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great episode. Yeah, this is the best, man. Let's just go straight to the elephant in the internet right now. And that is the stupid rumors floating around about how Disney is going to go multiverse on us. They're going to undo the sequel trilogy and uh, start over. And who's the guy, King Tom, who's telling us about how this is going to happen? I believe the gentleman's name is Doomcock, future master of the world. He is one of the people, I believe he promoted the story that Kathleen, <laughs> Bob Iger was going to fire Kathleen Kennedy in uh, September of 2018. And then more recently, last year, he wrote that the early test screenings last summer for The Rise of Skywalker were so disastrous that they brought back George Lucas to rewrite half the movie, and then they reshot everything in September and October. Oh, this guy's an insider. Is that what you're saying? Yes, he's, he's inside of something. All right. If you look at well reality, Star Wars is the movies alone have recouped the four billion dollars Disney invested in buying Lucasfilm. Um, they. They've made a ton of money. They've kept new. They've kept fans. They've brought in new fans. There's no way that Disney is going to relegate the the Star Wars movies they made to second tier status and start telling all these other stories that overwrite them. That is the uh, stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, by the way. <laughs> and for it to even have that kind of traction on the internet. It just means that people are stupid. See, but the thing of it is, is that somebody has to publish an article about this and they have to source it. You know, they have to do their job. And when you see the guy's source name, Doomcock, Doomcock, what? Ruler. Future master of the world. Yeah. See, some, just around, Doomcock. I think I would vet it just a little bit more just to be 100% sure before I have to actually put that in as a source. Just saying. Not, this not, is brought not, to you by Doomcock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I. <sighs> I'm surprised that this has any traction, but it, enough people are talking about it that I figured it would warrant at least bringing it up that all signs point to no. That just means there's not a lot of Star Wars stuff to talk about that this kind of uh, stuff gets traction. You know, But I mean? at the same time, people want Star Wars news. So they're yeah. willing to, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's kind of funny because you have a certain sector of the fandom that promotes stories like this all the time saying mm-hmm. Star Wars is dead, yet everyone's talking. That's a very good point. I think that you you see the regulars when you have something like this pop up, you see may, maybe not the regulars as far as the actual people commenting, but the same comments. It's like here there's a certain mentality about 
always having to go back and pick up the remnants of what's left for us to enjoy. I, I just can't understand the notion that, okay, this happened in this franchise that I like, that this thing that happened that I didn't like, all the stuff I liked already is still a thing. I, that's the, I'm just dumbfounded by it. But anyway, it's all over the place now and you have alleged experts weighing in on it. That's just all dumb. Don't, don't get sucked in. It's stupid. There. As Flavor Flav once said. Don't believe the hype. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a real perfect example for it. So for whatever reason, this is a thing too. Araj and I were talking about this in our production meeting. And the deleted scene from A New Hope where Luke and Biggs are talking. This is at the beginning of the movie. I've missed you, kid. Yeah, well, things haven't been the same without you, Biggs. It's been so quiet. Luke? I didn't come back just to say goodbye. I shouldn't tell you this, but you're the only one I can trust. See, I may never come back, and I just want someone to know. What are you talking about? I made some friends at the Academy. When our frigate leaves for one of the central systems, we're going to jump ship and join the Alliance. The Rebellion? Quiet down. You got a mouth bigger than a meteor. I'm quiet, I'm quiet. Listen to how quiet I am. You can barely hear me. My friend has a friend on Bestine who might help us make contact. You're crazy. You could wander around forever trying to find them. I know it's a long shot, but if I don't find them, I'll do what I can on my own. It's what we always talked about, Luke. I'm not going to wait around for the Empire to draft me into service. The rebellion is spreading, and I want to be on the side I believe in. Mark Hamill has said how important that was to like show that Luke wasn't, um, that he just wanted to get off Tatooine. There wasn't any uh, other motive past that he didn't have designs on fighting the empire and being a being a hero and all that and for whatever reason people are digging in about it and so king tom you were saying that it is now in the extras for a new hope on disney plus yeah that is correct along with a few other deleted scenes but nothing that we haven't seen before as far like you know the the blu-ray releases the one that's the little book that shows anakin walking away and that one, you know, the one I'm talking about. Was that the 2011 one? 2011, yeah. Because it's got a lot of good stuff. I don't think there's anything new on Disney Plus that hasn't been on there. No. Disney Plus is even missing a few because I think the Blu-ray has like the extended version of the Cantina and some others that j- I was looking through Disney Plus as we were in our production meeting and I didn't didn't see that one on there. <laughs> but they're they're all on YouTube. Also. Now, yeah. the Cantina is one with the Hans with the yeah with, with the, the woman, woman, right? Yeah. Yep. How dare he? How dare he, man? I think there's also the uh, alternate version, alternate intro to the movie on YouTube where Luke is alone in the desert with the, with the droid who's not working. Mm. And he has those really boxy looking binoculars and he looks up and there's sparkles in the sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed yeah. to be them zooming around. Yeah. Here's a question. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're bringing this up, even though it's not news, because it brings this question up to you all. Would it be interesting to think if Uncle Owen would have let Luke leave before Obi-Wan found him? The entire thing, how would it have played out? Would Vader have sensed him at any point? And let's just say Luke went to the Outer Rim to be a badass pilot. How would that have all played out? Would Vader even know he had a kid? Before Obi-Wan found him, what do you mean by that? Well, let's just say Uncle Owen wasn't a doucher and he let Luke go the previous harvest. He let him go to the Academy, and be a pilot. Would Vader have known that he has children? Would he have sensed him at one point? What if 
Luke went to the outer rim into the areas where they uh, wouldn't even been around him. Well, Obi-Wan, it, Obi-Wan's watching him the whole time from yeah. a distance. So he would have known that he's like, oh, shit, he's going to the academy. Let me step in now. The only way that that's, that's going to happen is. How is, is he going to step in when? Because the only reason he's why gonna hit Luke him with went, a speeder, I don't fucking know. Oh, okay, well, because the only reason Luke, <laughs> Luke he's gonna run him the, only over. Re- the only reason Luke went is because Uncle Owen and Aunt Veru were barbecued. Yeah, I got fl- and, 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 yeah. and he instantly didn't give a shit. He's like, "All right, I'm out of here." He didn't like him anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna go with you." And there goes my meal ticket. I'm right. out. So what if he got the right by Uncle Owen to go to the academy and go with Biggs? The droids would have never made it to him. That's right. The droids would have never made it to him. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. They would have been captured. The droids would have been captured. Mm-hmm. Everything goes to shit. Everything goes to shit. Nobody. Yeah, the movie's over. And one. So and does one, Luke one become the most powerful somehow, some way during his time as a pilot? Does he even realize how powerful he is? Does he realize he is the one? No, the Empire wins. The Empire mm-hmm. wins. He becomes a pilot. Never figures it out. Vader yeah. never figures out he has a kid. He probably gets shot. No offense to him. He might be a great pilot, but most likely he gets shot because not if you've seen him fucking shoot those womp rats. You don't know. <laughs> no, but you don't no, know. No, but the you the don't only, know, boo. The only hope they're not they much bigger is, than two meters. That's <laughs> right. Because the only hope they had is because they had the Death Star plan. Without right. that, they're just fucking oh. floating shit. Yeah, they're they're fucked. So yeah, the movie's over. The, it doesn't matter if he's a badass pilot. He's they have no plan to defeat the Death Star, and the Death Star is the Although, most powerful thing in the universe. Would you like to the galaxy? S- would you like to see a multiverse where <laughs> he actually <laughs> doesn't <laughs> become <laughs> who he is and no, becomes this badass? It'll be em- it'll imperial be a twenty minute pilot. movie. It'll be a twenty minute movie because it's fucking it's over. It's the Empire. But Biggs went to the Academy mm-hmm. a year before the year before. Yes, let's say he and went he, with he Biggs. Was, okay, if he went with Biggs, then he would have ended up with the Rebellion because Biggs was back in town to tell him. And only him that he's jumping ship to join the rebellion. Good call. So what Luke would have gone with what Biggs. if? Wait, hold on. What if Biggs would have went? But you don't know if Luke would have went. He, he could have. You know, Biggs was like his older brother, his best yeah, friend. He, he would have done whatever. Maybe. Well, no, because they hadn't hopped ship then. I was trying to say maybe Luke ended up on the Tantive Four with Leia. Ooh. As the but no, he, they wouldn't have jumped then. But mm. but you know, Luke also said that. I don't, you know, he hates the Empire. Mm-hmm. He says that in, but yeah. he just, yeah. He just wants the, off that. The, rock. Obi-Wan would have followed him, first of all. That was his, that was his job. He would have known. The Death Star being there, the Empire's stronghold on the galaxy would have been complete at that point, And it would have just been hopeless. By then, Luke would just fall in line. Because didn't you take it where the Academy was the Imperial Academy that there or is this just like the college town, the, the academy? I don't think it's ever been specified, but I do get the feeling that, that um, Biggs was talking more about a merchant type ship than an imperial assignment. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, that, that's something I don't think they've ever been clear about. So, hmm. But anyhow, yeah, hmm. I, right. I think that they, it would have just been the empire would have won and that'd been that and it would have been eons of oppression going forward. And Luke would have never known that he was had the lineage. Right. Probably not. Because they wouldn't have needed him. You know, it's everything would have been just golden. The Emperor and Vader wouldn't have been like, well, we better find somebody else to take over when we're done. But he would have been probably the best pilot in the entire galaxy because of what his force abilities were. Possibly. And his senses. But if he only ends up with some rando job, 
it's he would have never had the chance to step up because duress is what causes people to rise to the top. And without any, if he would have just been a cog in a in a machine, he it, it would have never been a thing. He might have been the best freighter pilot of all time, but he was, you know, so clean cut or, you know, so straight and narrow that he would have just gotten his job and just done his job. Hmm. That's crazy. Interesting. Well, at least we had that to talk about. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that trailer for that game some more? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Doomcock. That's oh, who I want to talk about. Lord. That is a name, man, right yeah, there. I You see what Favreau said about Doom fans, oh. not Doomcock, but fans input? No, Eric? sir. No, he was talking to the Hollywood Reporter and they were talking to him about uh, the Mandalorian and and Iron Man and Jungle Book and all kinds of different things. He said that it isn't a one-way street and how crucial the ability to read the room is to success. Something he learned performing improv comedy in Chicago years ago. This is what he said about listening to fans and the input from the fans. You put something out there in the world and then it echoes back at you. You have to listen. It's not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. You have to feel the energy of the audience. But when you come from comedy, and when I was doing improv back in Chicago, that's it. You have to read the room. You have to feel the room. You have to be in the community with the audience. You have to be a part of it. He's talking about listening to the fans and listening to the feedback, which was very interesting because we also know that some of the people that make Star Wars don't really listen to the fans fully, right? And that's fine with me. They are there to do what their vision is. And we've talked about this with Game of Thrones. But this is interesting that Favreau is kind of on the opposite thing on this. But it's interesting that he talks about it with things that he's created on his own. Mm -hmm. The Mandalorian, there was no input. There was no certain things that people wanted. He manifested this thing, not essentially out of thin air, but, you know, with the... But it was very fan service man. Exactly, exactly. So, but, but you know, I not, not, to, not to shit on what he's saying, but if, I think he would be in a bit more of a bind if he was making a movie that was episode nine or That's whatever the next trilogy or whatever the next film is, because he just created a show, not out of thin air, but you yeah, know, well, he created, yeah, 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 he created, you know, that kind of thing. So he has the ability to not bounce anything off. It is. I'm glad that he, that he says that. And he, it is probably best thing for him and others and things like that, mm -hmm. especially with such a, rabid fan base in a good yeah, way right in a good way yeah it worked for Mandalorian. exactly yeah so so i don't know i i it's interesting for him to say that i think ryan johnson would have a bit maybe a uh yeah, a that's what i'm view, saying that's who, exactly view. what i was thinking of was ryan johnson it's interesting that you brought that up because eric and king tom and Les, would the fan servicey stuff worked in a feature film i don't think it would have i think it would have been not as much of it no it wouldn't have and it would have been like oh come on oh come on but i think we were so amped up about a live action Star Wars. And then when you see things, holy shit, oh my God, look at this ice cream maker. They fucking use the ice cream maker. Holy shit. When you see things like that, you're like, it really gets to you like, okay, they know what they're doing. Like they're listening. That was a shout out. Those little things, the last episode of the gallery, Colin, shout out to us. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you fans. But for movie, I'm not too down with it. Does that make sense? Not fully down. Yeah, not fully yeah. down. Well, here's the thing. In a, in a TV show, that's stretched out, you have a little more time for fan service to not get in the way. 
But when it's a movie and you've got two hours and some change to tell this entire story, if you spend a whole bunch of time flying over Tatooine and recreating the shot, the, the you know, the composition of the thing before, okay, but we should have done something different. We need new stuff in films because we've the timeline is so much more compact as far as what you've got to deal with. So I wouldn't want that. Like, I thought The Force Awakens did a good job of walking that line because it was needed to reintroduce the franchise to a whole, well, to the original fans, but also a whole group of new people and sort of let the new people know, here's what Star Wars was all about and why it was such a big deal. And with all that, I think it was just right, but it wasn't just nothing but hey, here's the exact Death Star mm-hmm. from before, and here's the... It wasn't that, and I'm glad. Yeah. The closest thing they had was the downed Adat and Ray's helmet. Right, and if you notice the season in Mandalorian, the episode number five, the one that I least like, that had way too much fan service, in my opinion, and they were doing things that were almost exact, and I was like, ugh. The fan service isn't what made that episode not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know well, what made yeah, that episode we, we, I not get that. good. But having that character sit in that booth with his fucking arm up, like, come on, man. Like, really? <laughs> like, in, the, in that bar. Shows what you know. <laughs> oh, there it is. Well done. Well done. That's pretty interesting. I thought that Favreau put that out there. But, hey, whatever he's doing, he's doing it well. And they're doing it right. So, keep yeah, on man. doing it. Keep on doing it. Anything else in the Star Wars front, Mr. Struthers? Nah, man. Some a book came out. I haven't read it. King Tom probably read it twice already. It's, it's already done. <laughs> once. Re- I've, had to, I've had to work this past week, so only once. I, only once. King Tom, I have started the Dr. Afra comic. What'd you think about it? I, I like it. I mean, the first uh, issue one, I think it is. Oh, yeah. I, this is the new series. They're, they only right. put out one issue that comes yeah. Rona. Loved it. Yeah. Eric, did you see the thing about the Mandalorian-related publishing? I'm I'm glad you brought that up, man. Yeah, so it's a whole uh, publishing initiative aimed at further fleshing out the characters and worlds of the Mandalorian. And um, so, yeah, a number of new fiction. But yeah, they're going to have an art of a uh, bunch of new stories tied to the events in the Mandalorian. I'm hoping personally that we'll see a, I almost said Gina Carano. What was her character's name? Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Yeah. Cara thank Dune, yeah. you. Uh, like a story on her, man. See where, yeah, see where cool. she came from. That would be really neat. And maybe even those, but for band of ruffians that had the ATST on, um, episode four. What a great episode. Yeah. It was really good. See what they did. And maybe just a book that, Says nothing but how cute Baby Yoda is. Mm-hmm. I would read that. Yeah, that, that'll be neat. All right. I think it's time for Naboo. What do you think? I think this is, we need to pay Steel. He deserves money. So I think we need to do a Naboo real quick. Naboo, trademark. With yeah. a little trademark thing. Oh, yeah, of course. So Steel, this is for you. We're going to do Naboo. Usually we do it with guests. But now it's going to be Les, Eric, King Tom, and I who are going to deal with Boo's bullshit question. <laughs> statements. Oh, sorry, not even questions. Let's be statements. clear. Here. That's right. They're statements. So go ahead, Boo. Fire away. Pew, pew, pew. All right, guys. So we all know how to play. Let's get it going. Do you know how to plug and play? <laughs> no, I, I, I just fuck it up just for Steve. Can you put the honest. camera on him while he reads it? See yeah, if absolutely. I can get a tell. Absolutely. Ooh, <laughs> get a tell. All right. Statement number one. False. <laughs> <laughs> now, Boo was originally going to be named Udapau. <laughs> 
Statement number two. The Battle of Endor was originally supposed to take place on the Wookiee planet of Kashyyyk. Mm, I've been there, you know. Statement number three. Over 2,000 young actors auditioned to play young Anakin. Okay, so you're saying 2,000 auditioned to be young Anakin. Yes. Are those the three? Those are the three. I'll repeat them. Naboo was originally going to be named Utapau. You're not going to say it's really called like Suck a Cow or something. No, no, no. Utapau is a real place. That was okay. the place in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, the Battle of Endor, which originally supposed, you know, it's not going to be the Battle of Endor, but the final battle mm-hmm. was going to supposed to take place on or could have taken place on the home planet of uh, Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. And then 2000 young actors auditioned to play young Anakin. OK, one of those is a Naboo. That is correct. This is actually hard. Uh, I would say that the 2000 is correct. I would I would think that they would have gone through a shitload of headshots at least. What do you guys think about that? I think so too. And number two, the uh, Battle of Endor. You know, the idea was originally that it would be Wookies, but then you know they went a different direction with the Ewoks. So I'd, I'd call that they one true. They should have went Wookies. They sh- that would have been awesome. Sorry, Steel, but they should have went. See Wookiees. some people rip off some fucking limbs. That would have been rad. A, a, uh, that makes total sense. A revolt, you know, like a uh, you know you know them them breaking their chains and just fucking snapping yeah, necks and ripping people re- in half. Been really cool. And then you can believe it better. Like the, yes, the Wookies could beat the fucking exactly. I could see I could see a bunch of Wookies just ripping off an ATST's leg. Hell yeah. And then now you have Ted beating up Empire. <laughs> I feel like the Ewoks were a good move. I think we're seeing Wookiees would have been cool, but I think the idea that the Ewoks, because it's supposed to take the improbability of it and turn it into a thing, you know, because it was supposed to mirror like kind of how these kids that were part of the Viet Cong were able to just dominate in the jungles of right. Vietnam. Yes. And, uh, you know, that, that was the same kind of thing that, but anyhow, I don't know, King Tom, what do you think, man? Okay, uh, Naboo was originally called Utapau. The George's original plan, going back to episode four, was to have the Wookiees as Mm. the people who took down the Empire, but he realized by the time he got down to Return of the Jedi uh, that Chewbacca was special. So he decided to make it, instead of giant furry creatures, small furry creatures. However, having played Naboo before, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. I could see there being something like, well, it wasn't 2,000 kids auditioned for Anakin. It was 10,000 <laughs> kids auditioned for Anakin. Or, That's right. That would be no, very typical. Or a million. Yeah. That would didn't be typical audition boo-boo. for Anakin. Only three auditioned for Anakin, but like 2,000 kids put mm-hmm. their name in for Anakin. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with There's- number three. Wow. Okay. This is okay. Interesting. Then I'm, I'm all in on three. I'm, too. In, I'm all in. If you say, yeah. Bless you. I, you. I was going to say three also. All right. What do you got? It's actually 2001. Nah, fuck off. No, I'm yeah, kidding. No. Yeah. It's the, it was 3,000 kids, but they actually auditioned. You fucking. But they actually auditioned. Yeah. It, it wasn't just head. This yeah. guy, you're out. You nailed it, King Tom. Well done. Well Atta done. Out of boy. Good job. I gave, I job. give you guys a softball once. This is just you guys. So oh, was yeah. that a softball? <laughs> one? All right. It's just you guys. You know. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you for that, boo. Yep. So that was now, boo. Now on to yeah. Thanks. Oh, good job, King Tom. Because. Eric and I were like, yeah, that, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had, until that was enough. I had you two. King Tom broke that shit down yeah, real fast. Sure yeah, he sure did. Good boy. We're going to dive into an email from our boy, Robert, from Rancho Cucamonga, which is right next to us. But he has a great game for us. I love this because there's not a lot of news out there. Is it better than uh, Shakespeare or uh, 
a rap or whatever you had? How dare you get bring up <laughs> Shakespeare or a rap song? How dare you bring People up that deep People are clamoring cut? for that game. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking threaten me with a good time. I'll fucking come through. <laughs> I had week. fun, but we just we just crushed it. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, I didn't do a Naboo version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's go ahead and read Robert from uh, Rancho Cucamonga. Hello, everyone on the Sith list. Hi, Robert. <laughs> Hope everyone is doing well. And since it has been a slow news week. How, it, wait, time it, out. How did it, Robert know it was a slow it that news obvious? week already? <laughs> He's not even listening to this podcast. Has it been that obvious lately? Go ahead. <laughs> In my opinion. For pop culture, I thought I would share a game that me and my friend It always sparks great debates and makes you really think what you would do. That's exactly. The way that it works is we pitch two things against each other, and instead of debating, which mm-hmm. is better, we discuss what thing we can't live without. So then the one that we don't choose is something that we would have to live without, quote, forever. Oh, that's awful. For example. This is a shitty game. It's really shitty. <laughs> the first one on the list. I think that the Ghostbuster movies are better, but I couldn't live without the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Here are a few topics. Have a great night, Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. All right. So what are the topics here, Les? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus the Ghostbusters movie. Okay, let's break that down. I could live without the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So Ghostbusters, 100%. Now you will never get that forever. That's fine. If I don't get Ghostbusters or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'd go Ghostbusters movie. For Me sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I, think, I, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but I got to go with Ghostbusters. How about this? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all. Not just movie. Video games, comics, cartoons. What? Everything. Oh, no. <laughs> Over oh, Ghostbusters. No. See, that it's changes tough. everything. That changes tough. everything right it's there. It's tough. I'm going to delete where it says movie. I'm just going to say turtles. Click, 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 click. <laughs> all the turtles. All the turtles <laughs> are gone. I'm a turtle. I'm a turtle. That's gone. Too. All the Ghostbusters and Even all Danny the turtles. I don't know, man. There's a lot of Ninja Turtles. You're stuff, a Ninja man. Turtle fan, so you you can say Ninja Ooh. Turtles. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, it's not you don't a, have to agree with him. There's not no, a single I'm also, right answer. I'm also mulling it over. Mm, okay, we'll come back to it. But remember well, this: yeah. you wouldn't have Ray Parker Jr.'s. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that <laughs> one of the greatest '80s soundtrack songs of all time. So pick one, Les. That's tough, man. Uh, so for people listening, the reason Les has a quick answers because i edited all the fucking time that he's taking <laughs> mm-hmm. to fucking answer this uh it's ninja turtles or ghostbusters dude pick one did you understand I'm dude, stay puff marshmallow man is a, a massive <laughs> icon you'll never be slimed you'll never see sigourney weaver in her glory didn't god she was hot in ghostbusters mm, man is. that's just the bottom line all right i couldn't live without the Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a big one. Okay. Wow. Next one is Star Wars prequels versus the Star Wars sequels. This is a tough one. Prequels or the sequels? I will say I couldn't live without the prequels. Me too, because I I need to see Darth Vader being created. That to me is very important. Yeah, and, I, I gotta and see that, that means shit. we wouldn't have Maul. Exactly. You gotta see Obi Wan be before, and we wouldn't we have old. we wouldn't have Yoda kick ass. Exactly. And we wouldn't have Natalie Portman as Amidala. No. You, you never would have seen uh, Palpatine uh, wield a lightsaber, all that. Oh, you yeah. See him created unlimited. I never get to see unlimited power. No, I'm out. Fuck that. Yeah. Growing up as a kid, when I would play with my Star Wars toys, I never played how did Anakin become Darth Vader. I always played what did Luke, Khan, and Leia do next. So I would say the sequels for me. Ooh, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, I agree with that's King Tom point. on this one. Wow. So you would give up Darth Maul. Darth Maul wouldn't be in Rebels. You wouldn't be in Clone Wars. You wouldn't have a Clone Wars. We wouldn't have Clone Wars. Hold on. You wouldn't have a Clone Wars. 
Well, see, here's what where I'm going to have to disagree with you on that, because Darth Maul got cut in half in the prequels, yet he came back anyway. He would have been in Rebels and then probably would have been in A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. He wouldn't have been thought of. You wouldn't have any Clone Wars. You wouldn't have any prequels. I was just kidding, buddy. I know you were ready. I I would have to take. I couldn't live without the sequels. Wow. Uh, Okay. Because the King Tom, the way you put it about, I always played, what are they going to do next? That was where I came from, too. It was always moving forward. Honestly, like seeing Yoda uh, kicking ass with a lightsaber was a minus for me. Was Um, a minus? Yeah. I mean, it's just because it's so... It's just so hokey, man. I mean, it's Ooh, okay. The uh I do like Maul. Um I love Padme, but past that, it's mm, yeah. I it's love your, the movies, don't opinion. get me wrong. I do enjoy the prequels. Here come the DMs. But, Here come the DMs, Eric. But if I have to pick, man, it's going to I'm going to okay. take the sequels because right. here's the deal. There's no moment in all 3 of the prequel films that will top Rey calling the lightsaber to her hand in The Force Awakens for me Mm -hmm. there just isn't how about we would never have heard ever that is a hard one to let go of prequel scores are amazing man that that is true you you make a fine point that would be that is the one argument you've put out there that would even begin to sway me but i'm still gonna say sequels okay you can all right. You can be wrong. That's fine. Yeah, can you tell me ace job liking what you like? Ace, ace job, job liking, what, liking you like. what you like. That's a new shirt that's going to be coming out soon. Lost versus Game of Thrones. Now, obviously, King Tom is going to say Lost because he hasn't yep. seen Game of Thrones. This is interesting. I love both shows. I mean, they're like right up there. One, two, or three, four in my top like five. Hmm. Hmm. And both have been shit on for their last episode. Les, I'm going to let you do it because you're so quick with your answers. I can't live without Game of Thrones. Overlost. Overlost. I, I, I think I agree, even though <laughs> wow. I love Lost. Even though I love Lost to death. There was so much into Lost. There's a, a lore on Lost that is amazing, but uh, it's Game of Thrones, man. I know. I agree. I agree. And um, Boo can't play this because he hasn't seen Lost. I probably, I probably would have picked Game of Thrones anyway. You probably would have. And this is not taking anything from Lost. Nothing at all. But next one, Goonies versus Stranger Things. Ooh. Boo can't. Boo can't play this. I'd probably pick Stranger Things over Goonies, too. Nah. But here's the thing. This is like a chicken before the egg here. Would there be a Stranger Things if it wasn't at Goonies? That's where we're at. I'm sure there would have been. We've all seen Stranger Things. Even Eric, you have. And King Tom, you have. So, King Tom, what do you pick here? Stranger Things. Okay. Eric? Stranger Things. It's more groundbreaking. I agree. Stranger Things as well. Us. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing too. The next one's going to kill you. It's literally going to kill you from the inside out here. Indiana Jones versus Back to the Future. Indiana Jones. Okay. I think Eric is going to say the latter. He's going to say Back to the Future. Eric? Yeah, I'm going to say Back to the Future. That is a very, very hard <laughs> call. <laughs> yeah, it is. For me. But Back to the Future, it, it's like hit so much in like my formative development. It's the reason I play guitar. Oh, that movie awesome. is. And it was just at that, that, that pinnacle of time where I was moving from away from everybody I'd ever known to move to Atlanta. And when that movie came out and it's, I don't know, it's like a uh, 
a mile marker in my my life. So that's cool. That's really cool. How about you, King Tom? I'd say I Back to the Future. I, I mean, oh. I love both, just like Eric, but mm-hmm. but it's Back to the Future. Less. Yeah, Back to the Future. I think I'm going to go with you guys. Back to the Future. It was just so groundbreaking too, as well. Indy's great. I love Indy. Uh, trust me, I love Indiana Jones. And Harrison Ford's my favorite of all time. Like I love the guy. Mm-hmm. But Back to the Future was like you wanted that fucking hoverboard, the part two. Like you wanted to be McFly. He was a cool dude with that fucking vest. I still have one of those fucking vests in my closet. <sighs> but he's got everything. He's got the whip. He's awesome. He looks cool. He's got the gun. He gets his ass mm-hmm. kicked, but he still keeps on coming. He fights no, Nazis. He, I'm not. Andy oh. is the I best. Lo- I love Back to the Future. This is one of those movies that's on. Fuck it. I'm going to watch all three of them. Indiana Jones is amazing. That is amazing. It's fucking great. Except for the last one sucked. But the, the, it was still pretty good. Definitely, um, I'm glad I watched it sort of movie, but I'll never watch it again. I watch it. I watch it. You know, the, the ending doesn't bug me that much. I think it's a bit of a stretch. I think it's like, wow, they really shot for the fuck. You know, the, the Ark of the Covenant, you start having religious things, you know, the Holy Grail and all that. And, you know, the temples where they rip out people's hearts. And then you go straight to fucking aliens. I'm like, whoa, holy shit. Easy there, fellas. Wow. It's like, uh, it's like Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, we got cars. Next one, they're going to be in fucking space. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That was that was my whole thing about, it. but you know but, the whole lead up to that, and you know fighting the Russians and all that, and him being old and all that. I I dug it, but yeah, no, but just the ending was a bit of a stretch with it being aliens. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it did came out of nowhere. The you know him inexplicably having been a spy and just all these things. It's like, all right, that'll do. I was glad to see Marion come back. That was yeah. cool. That was that was really the only part of that movie that I liked. But with Indiana Jones, you could take out any one of the movies and you'd still have the story there. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to the Future, it's all part of the same story. That is true. Yeah. Even even the first one leads right into the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dude, awesome. that's just a it's great. So- Michael yeah. J. Fox. It's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. I like Christopher Lloyd better. Yeah, than he's Fox. Christopher Lloyd is amazing. He's great. <laughs> his facial reactions are wonderful. <laughs> he, his whole thing in the first one, <laughs> when they're back in the fifties, and he's just the way he delivers the whole thing about how Ronald Reagan, the actor, and then he's just mm-hmm. like the way he sells the so matter of fact. Well, of course, with the you know portable. The film studio like this you, your president would have to be an actor they need to look good on television and he says it almost like you he means it in real life i think mm, that's so right. good man i can't remember the exit the actual scene but when he sees he turns around and something happens and he's he's you see his face and his mouth is open he's like ah! <laughs> it's it's there's a couple of them it's yeah. when he builds the model in oh the, yeah in oh, really, in the flames and, and, and it falls into like the oily rags yes that oh that just oh! yeah exactly because you can see on his face he wants to say oh shit but it's just the way he keeps it clean and just goes ah just leah thompson man oh my gosh i was in oh, love with her thompson talk all right so we all say back to the future except for you Bill. yeah dude I'm going to tell you the fortitude in George McFly when he gets to the car, sees Biff and realizes that everything's gone haywire and he stops. Hey, you get your damn hands off. 
I think you got the wrong car, McFly. George, help me, please. Just turn around, McFly, and walk away. Are you deaf, McFly? Close the door and feed it. And just says, no, no Biff. Biff. You, you leave, leave her alone, alone, knowing that that's the right thing to do, but he doesn't stand a chance in hell. That is the most heroic damn thing to ever be shown on screen right there. Ooh. But it still bugs me that with one word, you can make him do whatever the fuck you want him to do. You say chicken. What did you call me? And it's and he's not not his fortitude, but oh, it's his a switch flip. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and it's Damn. awesome. I but one chicken. Does anybody have a word like that? Mm. A certain topic. Think about hockey. Think about hockey. Certain topics, but I don't think words. You though. can't tell me that. No, not you. Yeah. yeah. How about other than that? Because <laughs> that's made me flip too. You've been around. Yeah. That made me flip once. Uh, but God, hockey. I don't think I have a word like that. Mm-mm. Somebody blew me a kiss while they. They high-sticked me in the eye and made me bleed and cut me and I had to get 15 stitches. Somebody blew me a kiss and I absolutely lost my goddamn mind. And I had some like superhero power and I was throwing people off to get to them. That's, that's, that's pretty, uh, less was there. That's pretty ice cold. Blew you a kiss like that. Ooh, that's no pun, no pun intended. It was in the hockey rink. Yeah. And then the ref tried to give me an ice bag and I was so pissed off. I threw it up against the wall and I accidentally hit the American flag. So the American flag had blood streaking down to it because of my <sighs> eye, because of my eye. It was just a bad scene. Bad Jeez. on the fourth of July too. No, That's when this episode is coming out. How dare you? I'm I'm sorry. America, I'm sorry. <laughs> Blew you a kiss. Yeah, that's he blew me a kiss after that's, he, that's he slashed a, me in the eye. That's a pretty uh yeah, that's a pretty fun. fucked up move. <laughs> that's that's either um a psychopath or a complete baller. It's one of the two, man. <laughs> yeah. That, that 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 just screams fisticuffs right there. Oh yeah. We used to get in some major brawls back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> In the in the rink, in the ice, in the ice rink. All right. Well, that was a such a great great game we played. We haven't played that. We got to play that with other things like I don't know, Beatles or Led Zeppelin. Which one would you pick? Oh, come on. Oh, that's a tough one. Come on. No, Led Zeppelin all day. No, you can't say that I, because I, the Beatles. I, could, I can hear. I would say I that can too, hear but, love anywhere uh, else. Yeah, the, a million times. But Zeppelin Eric, that's a day. rough one. I'm a huge Zeppelin fan. Huge. I love them. I listen to them every morning. Done. But the Beatles, man. This is the Beatles. The, that's very hard because I feel like, dude, Zeppelin with the walls of guitars and and the mystic mm. imagery and just right. what they did for rock and roll mm-hmm. is you can't you, you just can't undersell the impact they had. But the Beatles, they so wrote so many good songs it's like almost to the point it wasn't fair that Mm -hmm. you go back through and they've got this catalog that's just crazy and super team yeah and with what they did i don't know that i don't know that you'd have a lot of the stuff we have if it hadn't been for them Mm -hmm. yeah that's rough king tom springsteen or weezer weezer yeah Mm -hmm. weezer for me and i don't care about either one All right. We can go on for days with this game. So we're gonna we're gonna come back to this game maybe next episode. For the Metallica fans. Ooh, I love Metallica. Master Puppets or Ride the Lightning. lightning. Oh that'd be great to do with albums. I I love it. I love Injustice for All too. Oh. Um 
Right, lightning has fate to black in it. Oh, and it has oh, uh, creeping death. It has creeping death. Oh, Master of Puppets has battery in it, though, doesn't it? Yeah, and oh. Master of Puppets and sanitarium, sanitarium. and and uh, um and, and uh, ink. What do you call it? Ink, right? Um, uh, Damage Incorporated. <sighs> Damage Incorporated. Yeah, that's yep, dude. That's hard. That's a hard Be- one because oh. for me, uh, <laughs> creeping death is like one of the best metallica songs ever and it would oof yeah i don't know if i can answer that question that's a really I'd, really tough one i'd say ride the lightning not for the music but because the it cover. gave us that the 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 uh blue harvest shirt with kiati yep. mundi yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my yep. answer well that's a good answer you ass kisser <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's keep playing this next week maybe we can all come up with stuff all right, let's move on to some your pop- left nut or your right nut. <laughs> it doesn't matter really. <laughs> it's a toss up, huh? Yeah, you know, hazelnut. You have no affinity. <laughs> yeah, my hazelnut. Take a drink, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your colon or your penis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about this, oh, Princess no. Leia or Han Solo? Princess Leia. Yeah, Leia's got to go. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, depending on how you say it. The Hollywood Reporter reported earlier this week that Margot Robbie is setting sail with the help from her Birds of Prey writer, Christina Hodson. Hodson has been tapped to write a new female-fronted Pirates of the Caribbean for Disney with Robbie attached to Star. Here's the thing. This is not going to be the reboot. There's also going to be a reboot. Yep. This is just a side story. Hmm. Like a multiverse. Plenty of ocean out there. Yeah, I think it's cool. I like to see Margaret Robbie as the uh, cool pirate. Anybody got problems with this? No. No. None at all. Do you know that the reason why leaving the whole Johnny Depp thing is because not only because of his ridiculous problems that he has, but because the last movie wasn't a financial success. Do you want to guess how much money the last movie made? I think it made like $800 million or something like that. It made $800 million and it wasn't a financial success. Where are we at in this world right yeah. now? Jesus, almost made a billion dollars. Yes. And it wasn't a financial, it was well, a financial disappointment. Well, the other ones have made like a billion. A billion. Plus. They all made a billion, but yeah. it's a, not every movie can make a fucking billion dollars. See, but the interesting thing is, is that they ended there, but the entire franchise, what is it? That's number five, six, something like that. The the last one that came out, I think it was like number five. Fuck it. The rest of them made a billion goddamn dollars. It's a hell of a franchise. 4.5 billion across five feature films. Oh my God. <laughs> 4.5 billion. Fuck. Dead Men Tell No Tales, 795 million. That's tough when you talk about a financial disappointment versus a financial failure. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how do you, how much do you let that line get blurred? Because break even or do better than break even, that doesn't necessarily mean you're out for the count. Right. So, or Eric, down for the they count. They had to have at least made, at least, let's just say, with all the advertising and all that 500 shit. million. Let's just say they made $300 million profit. That's not a fucking success. $300 million for a company? See, and the thing of it is, is that's a franchise that they- I don't get it. That they just had an idea. Let's make this into a movie. You know, with mm-hmm. like, we've, we talked earlier with buying Star Wars for $4 billion. They had to make their money back. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean or something they had. 
They came up with an idea, and all they've done is make four point five billion dollars <laughs> yeah, right, off of it. Right? They've had to came spend from a ride. Yeah, they've had to spend some money on it, but yeah, it came from a ride that they already had. That's something that people love. You know, the Marvel thing. They had to pay that back. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. They so, bought that for twenty five dollars, though. Yeah. Really. Uh. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's just the crazy thing. But I'm glad that they distinguish between disappointment and a failure. Because there's a difference. There's something you yeah, definitely you know, not a failure. No, but a disappointment. Yeah, I, I could see that. Of course, it's a disappointing. The other one's made a billion dollars. This one did it. That is that is disappointing. But when you were at a level where you're making three hundred, four hundred, five hundred million dollar profit, why leave it? Like, why go to another direction? That that's what I don't understand. Like, I I didn't go see the last three in the theater or four in the theater. They're all but entertaining. People are yeah. seeing them, just like the Fast and the Furious films. I haven't seen one of those in a long time, but people are obviously seeing them. They keep making them. <laughs> Probably to try and cut the expenses down. I'd imagine, you know, Johnny Depp, they were probably paying him a lot of money. And they a should pay Margot Robbie probably as much as they were paying him. because And they're not going to, that's for sure. Yeah, she's big now. Ooh, but I, I'd I imagine, you know, those are some very expensive movies. And maybe going in a new direction to kind of scale back some of that. Because a lot of times, shareholders don't like seeing that big drain on the finances. Even if you're going to make it back, you have to pay it out. And sometimes smaller, more spread out costs are more mm-hmm. acceptable than one big chunk. Mm, gotcha. Initially. Initially, yeah. Well, it's just like it's just like saying you're going to pay 50 bucks for the next for the next 12 months hurts more than saying you're going to pay 50 bucks for a year. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing, but one hurts more. You're like, mm-hmm. fuck, twelve months of this, and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, a year. Oh, that's not too bad. I'll pay fifty bucks, you know, for uh, you know, every month in a year. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope it does well. Yeah. And I don't know what this reboot whole thing is. I don't know who's going to be in the reboot or whatnot. But I know that they also, the reboot has the Chernobyl writer and the creator of Chernobyl, the the showrunner for Chernobyl, which was a critical success mm-hmm. on HBO. Uh, Ted Elliott is his name. He's going to be a part of the whole reboot of the franchise. So for your pirate fans. Les and I had a conversation. There's a lot of shows like The Office that have changed specific things because- Or removed episodes. Removed episodes because people were in blackface. Golden Girls. Golden Girls and all that stuff. What's your take on this? Because I know we had the conversation earlier this week about it. And that's not the major point of all of the stuff that's going on. Yeah, that's all good and- cool but the ultimate thing is we still want police reform like right and that has nothing to do with that some the golden girls going to get mud masks is not an episode of black you know what I, right yeah that is not the point we don't need tomatoes you know we don't uh you heard about jersey mike's right no they're changing their blt to the blm and they're in oh, bacon lettuce and mayo oh was that real or a hoax? I don't know. All I'm saying is if it's out there, it's mm-hmm. that's it. Like it's out there. Like that's yeah. Uh, yeah, let's take away from the message. Yes. Right. That's the, the point. And, it's and, taking and the Golden away Girls from the wearing a mud mask does not mean and, and I told Les to me, it's com- the complete opposite of what you're trying to do because you're making things up to try to appease and the message just goes away. Yes. I've heard that. I've heard that too, where if you start to with pretty much anything. You start to spread out things that you're talking about, kind of encompass all things. Mm-hmm. You lose the main center point. You start taking detours yeah. and you start getting lost on the actual yeah. main goal of what you're trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah. The message is that police brutality 
is still out there. And let's focus on that instead of yeah, exactly. trying to pick apart every single TV show that had something from 30, 40 years ago that might not have even meant it. So, okay. I just want to throw that out of there because or just stop pandering. It's like it's it's just fake. Stop posing. It's like basically. appeasing and yeah. fake and like ugh. Doctor Sleep. Did Les you saw Doctor Sleep in the theaters, correct? Yes, I did with uh, OG Rob. With OG Rob, who sent uh Boo a movie that he's never seen. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. I'm gonna watch it. We all now, wanna believe that. Yeah. <laughs> it's finally streaming and people are absolutely loving it. It, it was critically acclaimed and both theatrical cut and the director's cut is on HBO Max right now. And people are on Twitter. Critics are on Twitter saying things like Dr. Sleep is incredible. And I absolutely loved it. One of the best King adaptation, best horror movies of 2019. The casting is perfect and an extremely worthy sequel to The Shining. Can't imagine not watching the director's cut. I was totally captivated for three hours. Do you understand all this? Does this make sense? You've seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I'm a huge yeah. Shining fan. Was it that good that people are finally taking notice? Because they didn't go see it in the theater. It was a financial disappointment. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, it's good. It definitely plays with some... Uh, it takes the shining to another level, like the actual ability. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes that to another level. It introduces... You know what? I kind of wish we get more of this, but it introduces a different kind of villain. Like, they're ultimately, they're vampires, but they're not vampires, you know what I mean, in the traditional sense? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, I can see why it's getting a lot of love. I think I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you should. I need to watch it. I Actually, you should. I'm definitely going to watch it. All right, so it's time now to do our trailer trash. In a world where podcasts are afraid to take on shitty content, rise five microphone heroes to save the day and bring you the worst trailers in history. This is Trailer Trashed. This trailer trash is interesting because this is a movie that has a ton of followers and it's a cult classic. It's the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> now, I know that everybody has seen it. I don't know if Boo Boo, have you seen Toxic Avenger? It's I've heard and I've seen like uh seen like images but not the actual trailer or the movie, no. Okay. It's it would became such a cult classic that it they did a bunch of different sequels. I don't know how many they've made. I probably have like four or five of them, right? But no, there's like there's a ton of them, like eight of them or 10 of them or something. Yeah, I think Ugh, so. Shit, okay. But this is the original, and the trailer was pretty bad. So we are going to watch Toxic Adventure. Roll it. Meet little Melvin. He's a 90-pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin. Yeah, I'm going to take this mop and shove it down your throat. They teased him. I want to do it with you. Okay. <laughs> I want to do it with you. <laughs> Oh, Melvin. You guys got to see Boo's face right now. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger. The first superhero born out of nuclear waste. And gave everybody radiation poisoning. The rapists didn't know what law and order was until the Toxic Avenger came to town. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it saved my life. Monster mobs up. Drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out! That's the best line in history. The vandals and the perverts had their Take the money, but leave my tacos. Wow, Jesus. Whoa, what was... That is not good. Rip them apart. <laughs> You notice? Oh, you, you notice that, that a shakies? 
That was a shakies. Oh, he peed in his pants. He peed in his pants. The toxic Avenger can bend steel with his bare hands. Get it? Leap small cars in a single. They never show his face, by the way. Yeah, I was about to notice. Yeah. drug pushers. Yeah, somebody's going to drop some weights on Oh, that's rough. That's a good one right there. That's rough. Oh. And gives all criminals their just desserts. <laughs> he gives actually <laughs> chokes, chokes somebody with ice cream. Oh, he oh. oh, he stuffed the- Oh, that is not good. He's a hero. He saves two boys from getting run over. Wow. It's not a... Uh- that, that did not win any Academy Awards for editing that shot. No, no I no. sure did not. She's blind, right? Wow. Whoa. Toxic Avengers having sex with a... Uh, In a trailer, man. Oh, this trailer is... There's a fat person being massaged. Oh, gee, there's, there's Nazis. A, there's a Nazi, Nazi cops. sign. I mean, this is the epitome of trailer trash, I think. It's, it's trauma films, dude. Yep. There's just so much going on oh, here. Oh, <laughs> what, what, okay. Ooh, shotgun blast. <laughs> I mean, there's going on. cars smashing into each other. There's heads smashing into each other. Cops on fire. Um, people jumping. Oh, uh, fat, fast food chain. The stunt work in this movie is superb. Look out. Okay, so that was the Toxic Whoa. Avenger. Now, how in the world does this become a movie that has like eight or ten of them after that trailer? Do you guys remember watching this film? I've watched at least, I think, three of them. I don't remember which one I watched, to tell you the truth, because it wasn't yeah, that. That was awful. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> that was horrific. I think I'll, I think I'll, we'll watch that for family movie night this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that trailer had everything you could possibly imagine to really upset people watching it. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, yikes is the word. Toxic Avenger. I'm surprised we haven't rebooted Toxic Avenger. I bet you they're thinking about it. I bet you somebody out there is thinking about rebooting it. And it's going to happen. Well, there's your trailer trash for the evening. And then we're going to end the episode. We have an email from Shonk. And it's regarding the X-Men. So take it away, Les. Dear Sith listeners, thanks for reading my email. I love the show. My question. Thanks, Sean. If Kevin Feige wants to separate the MCU version of the X-Men from the Fox movie versions, I think that he should explore different mutants than the ones that have been previously seen. Also, it would be cool if they could revisit some of the characters that were in the movies, but criminally underwritten. I know that this won't happen because it's all about Wolverine, Cyclops, Professor X, Magneto, etc. Mm-hmm. But here are the five mutants that I would like to see introduced into the MCU first. Number one, Kitty Pride. Although she was in the movie, she was never a major player. Kitty was so important to the X-Men at one point, and I would like to see that reflected in the movie. Number two, Storm, same as Kitty. At one time, she was the definitive voice of the team, much more than Wolverine. Hmm. Uh, Number three, actually, I like this one. Phantom X just looks cool. Yeah, he's cool. Phantom X (laughs) But you can't explain him. You just can't explain him. I gotta look him up. I don't even know who it is. He's French. He's French. Uh, His brain he's, lives in a spaceship. He's almost. Did he live in Arkansas? 
<laughs> yes. Arkansas. 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 No. Um. Yeah. Phantom X is just uh. He's that guy. Like it's. He's a cool character. Uh. Number four. Now this one is actually a good one too. Forge. Although mm-hmm. he's never been a major character, his skill set of inventing cool shit could look pretty cool in a movie. He could put new weapons together from bits and pieces during a fight. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I. Yeah. That would be a pretty cool one. Uh, number five, long shot, of course. Mm. One of my sentimental favorites. It would also be useful in introducing the main villain in the first movie. Something other than Sentinels or Magneto. Oh, oh that's fucking awesome. Have long shot as a villain? No, no, no. Mm. This one, number six, oh. Mojo. Introducing the X Men through the Mojo verse could explain where they have been the whole time. Mojo had had them all in prison for years. Mm. Anyway, probably about as far from reality as it gets but fun to think about what obscure mutants would you like to see what characters do you think didn't get the right treatment the first time around thanks shank you guys take that away what do you think about that mojo call though you know i i hate mojo oh but but the, i don't it's just confusing the way he lays it out like that i could very much get behind that okay uh, i love mojo i actually like that was like you have Australia, Mojo was like my X Men. I like so his for me early appearances, but they did something with him a few years ago when they were separated in X Men Blue and X Men Gold, and it was just a multi part series. I did I did not like, and I think that mm. soured me on the character. But now that I'm thinking, his earlier appearances were yeah, that's what I'm talking X-Babies about. Babies and everything, the art yes. and stuff. Yeah, that was good. So I and the, the, just the way Chunk laid it out, I like how. I I agree with pretty much everything in that email. You know, mm-hmm. you do have to have Wolverine, Professor X, but I definitely think highlighting some different types of mutants, doing a different type of story, something like that would be interesting. Colossus, but he's not obscure. No, he's not. You're right. I would really like to see Angel, Archangel come to the screen, like, but actually much more in depth than what we got in Apocalypse. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the actual Angel Saga, like his whole arc, would be mm-hmm. for me would be pretty cool to see. Yeah. Well, this is a great segue because X Men are coming to Disney Plus, and I wanted to see if you guys are excited about this, even though the movies have been shit for the most part. Are you excited, King Tom and Les, that Disney has revealed that the X Men will be making their way to the streaming service? First up, X Men: Days of Future Past on July 10th. Then. X-Men Apocalypse, which was not good. And then after that, uh, we got Wolverine. The, the OG X-Men. The OG X-Men one, yeah. After that, I think we got Logan. Oh, no, Logan's trip to Japan. The, the Wolverine. Yeah, the Wolverine. His trip to, can we just call it that? His yeah, trip his to, trip to his, Japan. His vacation to yeah. Japan. Yeah. yeah. So are you guys, as X-Men fan, are you guys excited that you'll be able to just click a button and watch any X-Men movie at any time? Or are you more excited that you can watch the X-Men cartoon from the 90s. More excited about the cartoon. No, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, the cartoon's been up for a while. It'll be, it'll be nice to have them there, but I'm excited yeah. about the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is not really exciting, you guys. Uh, uh, maybe the Wolverine movie. Maybe. Okay. That will we'll end it at that. Shank, thank you for that wonderful X-Men email. We You always come through with cool X-Men shit, Shank. Yeah. Really appreciate I'm, it. I'm looking at the list again, and it's... Pretty good. Pretty solid good. list. Mojo Potatoes is the best. Forge and 
Forge for sure. Yeah, that that's a he can build anything that comes to mind. That's like his mutant power. If Forge <laughs> was French, he'd be Forge. It would we'll still be it. Arkansas. It's still <laughs> be. <laughs> and just want to throw this in there for you, comic book fans. The Walking mm-hmm. Dead is coming out with an episode, not an episode, a, a comic. Called Negan Lives. They're coming back. They ended The Walking Dead pretty abruptly. Yes. Kirkman just said, fuck it, we're done. But they're coming out with an issue. It's a one shot. It's a one shot called yeah. Negan Lives. So if you're a Walking Dead fan, check it out. Go to your local comic book shop and see when that thing is coming out. It's coming out soon. So uh, get it. All right. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. There's not a lot of news out there. But again, we love making shit up. Mr. Tom Chansky, king of all pods, king of Patreon, where can people find you? Listening to Spandau Ballet mm. on Twitter at Tom Chansky and Patreon shows, Bad Motivators, Steel Wars, and Blue Harvest. Mr. Strothers, where can people listen to you strum it up? Well, you're not going to hear me play any guitar for the next several weeks, apparently, oh. but... You can check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, wherever podcasts are found. And uh, you know what? Follow me on Twitter, at Eric Strothers. I tweet like once a month, and you never know. You might get to see it. And you know where podcasts are found? On the Potted Forward page. And you know what's on that Potted Forward page? The Bad Motivators. Mr. Gonzalez, where can people find you with that dandruff on your shirt? (laughs) I'm sorry. Stars. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on Twitter, at Less Is More trying to wipe these flakes off (laughs) (laughs) head and shoulders above anybody else (laughs) Mr. Carlos Borgway where can people find you you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List boo great and you can find me at the Sith List thank you again for listening and sticking around to the end if you listen to the very end of the song or just fast forward to the very end of the song we always leave a little thing for you there a little b-side bringing it full circle we'll catch you next week on episode number 205 of the Sith List. So true, funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels when toe to toe. This is the sound.
Check us out on the Sith Hassan where you can listen to the entire Sith Sith Left catalog. Jesus. <laughs> right there, right then. Well, let's do it. We're done. Fuck off. We're done. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs>